gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. And now, it's Welcome, everyone, to Circle Debate, the championship on the line at EYR Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your moderator, the devious one I've been seeing. I'm here with my other hosts, which I'm going to go ahead and introduce them, ladies and gentlemen. But first, the, the main man, El Mero Vato, because he's a director who directs you everywhere oh, and okay. anywhere. <laughs> yes, you, my brother. That's why nope. he is the director, the one and only, ladies and gentlemen. With the phenomenal mutation song, by the way, Fate Destroyed. You gotta listen to that song, download like that song. it. Awesome, fun. it's fun. Chris Kennedy, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. The director, what up, man? UFC 275 has changed the MMA world again. That's right. And of course, we have the body of pain that brings the pain to you, and especially in that cage and something's in the ring. And that's right, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, have Richard and Alex Modest from Championship on the Line podcast. And of course, the phenomenal one, no pun intended, AJ Styles, but he is a phenomenal <laughs> one that brings you that pain in that cage because he wants to have you release that rage because he, he is engaged. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Rage, EYR Division. That's right. And today, we are here to go ahead and recap UFC 275. That is right. So I'm going to go ahead and pass it down to the director, the host with the most. Take it away, sir. Yeah, it's like the Brady Bunch of Fight Family. What's going on, guys? Uh, <laughs> I watched the entire card start to finish. And like we all said, the fights where you don't know anybody's name often deliver the most. And this was no different. Yeah. Every fight on this card almost had a performance of the night. Um Every fight that had a finish definitely got the performance of the night and even handed out some Bitcoin, which I don't know how that works because I am uh, not smart. So we are going to go over our Tapology recap picks for this. Uh, we were all faithful to our picks online. We predicted them last Monday and uh, inputted them. And uh, we may or may not have a and new or and still Tapology prediction champion. I lost the belt. Forgot to. I forgot about my picks. So you I lost did not. Yeah, exactly. You oh, definitely forfeited that title there, buddy. You. Uh, <laughs> you made, I, know, I, I fucked up. I was working. I forgot all about it. Jeez. Oh, you, had, wow. you had 200 hours. You did an Alex? I know. I busted an Alex, man. <laughs> <laughs> I so hope there's have- a new champion. I want to see who's, who's going to be the new champ. The world, you know, topology world. Well, I do have the scores and I do have the picks. And we're going to start with my bottom corner over here with Alex with the first fight of the night. Let me bring up what your picks were. And here we go. Oh, come on. Uh, I don't want to look at it. You don't even. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Well, I'll have to, I'll do have to do the suffering for us. Um, Uh, We also bring up the actual results to compare them to your results. Cool. And Alex, first fight of the night was uh, Jack Della Madalena versus Ramazan Emiv. You had Emiv by decision. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that? 
<laughs> yeah, so Jack got the first round TKO and talk about what that pick was like for you. Uh it's uh, coming from like I I started doing boxing when, when I was a little kid. I boxed as an amateur and I always root for the boxers, always root for the setup guys and I didn't for this one for some reason. I thought that Ramos was going to wrestle uh was going to be able to take him to the ground. And nope, he didn't get a chance. I don't even think he even attempted for a takedown. I just think Jack just started, uh, landed very hard punches and took him out. And Jack looked really good. Got my attention. Now I know who his name is now. So definitely going to be looking out for him in this future fights. But definitely looked good against um, a veteran like Ramazan. Nice. All right. Let's pull it over now to Richard. I'm getting your tap picks up too. Sick. Uh, Richard, you had Madalena by TKO KO round one. That was right on the nose. What did you see <laughs> happening in that fight? Literally, wow! Because that noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it lives in Auckland. That nose points to, uh, to Christchurch. Oh man! Um, no, like, like we all talked about his boxing, um, and then look at his record, how like his knockout rate. I'm like, and the trend of like knocking these guys out early. I'm like, yeah, I think this is the right choice. So I had to choose first round knockout, and uh, I picked right. You did. That is correct. Yes, sir. All right. And then on to me, who also had his picks put in. I picked Jack also by TKO, but I had it in round two. Uh, I thought it would take a little bit more time for him to deal with what was inevitable, the ground game from Ameev, which we saw was a threat. He had a beautiful darts from the bottom he pulled, and, like, Boa constricted him down to the ground. And I thought that was a wrap, son. Um, the only thing scarier than a great striker is a great striker with ground defense. And that is something that I saw in Jack that was like, wow. Okay. So if you can get through this Russian snake, um, legit sub attempt, oh, and then just right. get back up and knock him out in the first, that's, I mean, for his what third actual UFC fight and first fight on a pay-per-view. Uh, yeah. If I'm in that division, I am watching him and looking for weaknesses yeah. and uh, I'm not seeing many if I don't get him to the ground for sure. Um, but yeah, second round thought that was going to be fair, but first round is even better, man. I just, I wouldn't want to be hit by that guy. He just looks like no. the Christmas boxer in the division right now. Uh, let's go. I don't know who you picked. I've been, cause you didn't put your picks in. So do you remember who you picked? Yeah, I, yeah, I remember. I, I picked uh, Ramazan cause I, he was a veteran, but shout out to cage my IQ. Yes. What's going on brothers? Yes. And I agree with him. What you yeah, said. It, was a, it was a delayed reaction on the body shot, too, because I had to watch the replay to really know what happened, right? Like, it hit him, and then obviously liver shots sometimes take a second. Yes. Or it two did. or three. It took, it took, it, it to took a little off. bit longer, like about almost like two. Yeah, you're right. Two, two three seconds, because yeah, I have to go back I had to, to watch it. the replay to be like, what hit him? Because I know he went body to head, and I thought like a headshot hit him or something. Yeah, no, that body that body shot he gave him, I think, it was you know the major effect right there. And then that knockout, I was like, oh, man. Hey, what a debut, right? How they said, what a debut for Jack. Hey, but paper, paper debut. let's be fair. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Indeed, absolutely. Yes, thank you. Yeah. yeah. But I, I really, I, I picked him, unfortunately, but because uh, it was a veteran move. But Jack, man, he, yeah, wow. I, I'm looking forward to see what he's going to bring next, especially in that World to division. So I'm looking forward to see what's he's going to be upcoming. But I, I enjoyed it. It was, uh, it was awesome. It was incredible. Yeah, um, it is now Wednesday after the fights, and the rankings are probably updated. He's obviously not in the top 15 yet, so I just look forward to seeing who he's taking in that 15, which probably might be next. I mean, maybe. I mean, putting him against Michelle Pereira, who's at 14, would be wild. That would be crazy. Yes. Yes. That would be, 
I mean, I don't know if you would take that fight, Michelle, but uh, I, I would definitely watch it on TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Coach, I think you kind of were in line with what happened in that fight with a pretty early TKO based on the striking yeah. skill. I, I got the round wrong, uh, just like you. I, uh, I picked round two, and I thought it, I thought it was going to be a, a knockout, which I you know I don't know why they're calling it a TKO and not a not a KO. Because he's not, um, I guess, conscious. I think that's always been the yeah yeah. Reality. Um. So the question that we had, or that I had, about Jack was how's his wrestling defense and how's his ground game um his wrestling defense can use some work still and he's got plenty of time to do that but his his ground game uh was surprisingly way better than we knew uh so his stand-up is phenomenal his ground game is good uh now if we can get that that wrestling sprawl defense on point, he's going to be—he's going to be a top five contender soon, like this year. Uh, if if he gets, yeah, if he gets the sprawl and brawl going, he's—he's um, he's very good. He's very talented. Yeah, cool, awesome. We're going to take it right back, back right back down to Alex. Uh, the next fight of the night got canceled. Uh, I didn't look into the details of it. Coach, you got any insights on? Well, they, they watched the podcast, and they heard that I didn't <laughs> want to see that fight. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it, they got severely depressed. Um, <laughs> one of them was hospitalized for, for depression, I believe. I don't know. I'm fucking with you guys. Um, no idea what happened. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see here. But there's a how it scrapped kidney issues related to weight cutting, which is what I predicted the moment I saw hospital. Yeah. So yes, that is a thing that you can go ad nauseum about. Um, you know, we don't and he has a history of not making weight. Too, which was so. which was my which my, was my whole point about mm-hmm. the that weight class in the in the first place. Exactly. That, that's just it's it's not a legitimate weight class without the massive weight cuts and just just make everyone go up a weight class we'll have better fights we'll have better fights we'll have better longevity uh anyway that's i'll get off my soapbox now yeah that fight got canceled but the jake matthews andre fialo fight did get moved to the main card which thank god yeah um, we do have predictions for that even though we didn't make them on the podcast but we do have um actual scores for that and uh, we were on Alex, right? Yes. Don't sleep on the new chance. Alex, you had Fialo by TKO round two. Uh, Matthew's had it, so. Yeah, I thought Fialo what, what did you see that we did? Huh? What, what did you see uh, in that prediction and what actually happened? Yeah, I mean, I thought Fialo was going to get it done. I mean, he's been, ever since the Pereira loss, I mean, he's been, not, he's been, I think his last two wins were by knockout, so he looked really good. Um, I thought he was – I mean, but also, too, like, Jake Mathis is very tough, and he also comes to strike just like Fialo. So we knew this was going to be an exciting fight, just a slugfest. And uh, Matthews – well, Fialo, I noticed that he's very good putting pressure, and that's what pretty much where he gets the knockout. He puts the pressure in, but when he's fighting backwards, he kind of struggles, and Matthews put him against the cage – did work, got him out, and that was it. I mean, he just overpowered him with his punches. And, you know, I think with Matthews now, like, 
it's like there's times where he's doing really, really well. He's getting wins, and then he'll lose, and then he'll come back with a winning streak, and then he'll lose. So, like, hopefully with this fight, he'll start to get momentum and get some wins and, and fight in the top rank. Uh, some top I mean, honestly, I would like to see him fight Jack Manolita. Uh, I think a fight between him and Jack uh, Matthews, I think, will be very, very exciting. Both strikers, and uh, I think that'll be very exciting. Love it, love it, love it. Cool, cool, cool. Let's move over to Richard. Uh, man, I have everybody's there. We go. I gotta put these all like in one clump. <laughs> You had also uh, Fialo TKO round two. Would you conspire with your brother? You just like make the same pick? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I thought he was going to take it, but Jake comes out, you know, second round knockout. Um, I know he's trying to be, obviously, they're all trying to be contenders. I know he, he came off a loss, what, to uh, Sean Brady, I believe. So he had a comeback with a big win. So getting a second round win, very much deserved. And like Alex, I would like to see him fight Jack. I think that'd be a fun fight. That, uh, other that, than that, is yeah. a, that is a fight night pay per view, or not? I would not love to see that. That is a fight night main card or main main event, in my, my opinion. You can make oh, that yeah, like sure. you can put that on ESPN Plus for free or five ninety nine. <laughs> and right? uh, I, I would I wouldn't be like that doesn't make sense. That would make perfect sense for sure. Oh yeah, and like you said, these guys that you know people are like, oh, you don't know, and now you know them now. If you don't know now, you know. So yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I've, I've watched Jake Matthews for a long time. I I think he's been in the UFC for a while, and oh, I don't know if this is original. Yeah, he's been a while. He's a veteran. He's, I'm gonna look. It's been a minute, right? Like he's one of the first, like oh, yeah. I think, New Zealand or Australian standouts since like George Sauteropoulos. Yeah. Oh man, George. Just gonna look back and see what his first fight was. Fucking 2014. Yeah, that is exactly what I thought. Yeah. God damn, <laughs> eight years, and the kid's only like. Not even 30, dude. He debuted at 19. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. He debuted in the UFC. In the UFC, he had like nine fights before that. Not graduated high school. Yeah. That is weird, wild stuff. That is, yeah. That kid, I, I knew he was, yeah. And he debuted at lightweight, like I thought. And I noticed in this fight that he is looking thicker than a sticker, which is um, what happens when you grow up. You just, just get bigger, you know? Still waiting for Izzy to, to put on that weight, even though he's <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Um, and for my prediction, I have Matthews by decision. Um, I just look, looked at his veteran status as it getting him through that fight. Um, but he pieced him up with patience. I think I texted Coach. That was like patience and persistence. And he knew when to put the pressure on and when to lean back. Um, and he just was calculated and had killer instinct and finished it in the second. You know, he didn't rush it, but when he saw the moment to finish the fight, he took it, and um, that was his case that night for sure. Um, yeah, uh, uh, main, event, main event status versus Jack Dale and Malady. We can't it. <laughs> Ivan, did you uh, have any thoughts on this fight? Did you put? Oh, man. I can tell you that. Um, Matthews, it's been a while we haven't seen him, right? It's like quite some time we haven't seen him. Uh, last fight was over a year ago, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, March 2021. Yeah. Sean Brady, which, yes, you know, it's a long layoff, yeah. Well, that's way of a long layoff, but yes, I, I agree with what you just said, Chris, about being, being patient and persistent and right on money, man. And, 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 and that knockout, and yeah, as you can see, it was performance of the night, 
Jesus, that was a hell of a knockout. I did not expect that. Uh, I would, I was expecting Andre to put a little bit more of a fight, but you know, Jake was really, really calm and really patient and found the opening, and he just took, took advantage of that. So I kudos to Jake and. I mean, him and Jack. Oh, I would love to see that too. I think who wouldn't want to see that? I'm already enough Hardy Waters to the fight. I don't see how that fight doesn't happen. That's right. <laughs> Sean Shelby, whoever's where, whatever continent they booked that on, um, make, make, make it so, you know. All right. <laughs> Next fight of the night was. Hold on. Hold on. You forgot. Oh, sorry, coach. My bad. He's, he's been so quiet for the first time in his life. I just forgot he was there. <laughs> What's good? What's good? Rest of the Lord podcast was went on in Mike De Niro. <laughs> so, um, I kind of forgot about Jake Matthews, honestly. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I, I appreciated when is his post-fight interview. Uh, he was saying he was watching the younger version of himself, and there was an aggressiveness that he lost, that he became a little hesitant in his technicality, uh, which is actually not uncommon. Um, it's a, it's a fairly common phase in fighting to start out super aggressive, but then be a little sloppy. So then you become over technical and lose some of that aggressiveness. Uh, so he, he found that rest that, uh, piece, uh, that he, that he lost. And uh, I see good things happening for this kid. Um, really like him. Uh, Andre Fialo uh, had a lot of hype coming in, but he keeps failing to deliver. Um, and if he loses his next fight, he's probably going to be cut from the promotion. Oh, Bellator. <laughs> Are they still, they're still running cards, right? Yeah. I'm just oh, man. I'm not even talking shit, man. I just I used to see ads, and now I don't. Maybe I just that's one thing I, I agree with there that they don't promote very well. Like no. their fights. Hey, they have the hottest new prospect, Melvin Manuel. I don't know if Bellator <laughs> is still on Spike. If it's on it's on app, Showtime. It's, not, it's Showtime. on Showtime. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Last I checked, it was not that. I think I don't know. Uh, is Spike still a channel? No, it's a <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it. I don't think it exists anymore. But uh, well, I was watching Elite XC last time. Bell- Spike was mm. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, do I man do I miss shit like that? Like the fucking the good old days of trying to get network MMA Elite XC. Uh, what's that bullshit with the tag teams and the coaches? Um, uh, IFL. IFL. Goddamn, was that a letdown? I watched that for ten seconds. I was like, no. It was highlights of fights. That's all it was. It was just highlights. It wouldn't even show real fights. Anyways. Yeah. Um, Wait, was that the one like with the silverbacks and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The silverbacks, yeah, 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 yeah. gorillas. It, yeah. Like it was like it wasn't even gyms. It was just coaches <laughs> with like five guys. It was like a yeah. round robin tournament, and it was like Shamrock. They would do shit like for the first time ever next week. Ken Shamrock versus Frank Shamrock. And then it would just be their teams face. The teams. Right, 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 right. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. And it would just be highlight reels. That's it. Yeah. 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 I uh I actually had friends and training partners go into that league. And uh, at least they got paid. Yeah, there's I mean, there's some fighters in that I mean they, they came out of there that I loved. Yeah. Um and Injikawani, Ryan Schultz, um, Chris Rodecki, uh, the Miller brothers, obviously, were you know, some probably the biggest standouts that actually came out of that that company. But we're wow. gonna go back to UFC. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
I, I know I, I know my IFL. Don't worry about it. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that's um. Ryan Schultz was the first guy to beat Chris Wardeski, who faked his ID. He actually was fighting in the IFL at 16 with a fake ID, which is why oh, he looked cool. so young. That's cool. Because he was. Yeah. <laughs> All right. First rematch, only rematch on the main card, Yuan Yin Jacek versus Zheng Weili. Uh, I got some predictions pulled up right here. Let's go with, I think we've been doing um, Alex first, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had Zheng Jacek by decision. Close. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just thought, I thought the layoff would have, you know, helped her. Um, you know, I thought she would have won by decision. I thought she would have outstriked Whaley, but that was freaking wrong on that one. But Whaley, uh, yeah, we look good and caught up that spin back fist. Did not see that. I mean, sh- I didn't even see that coming. I mean, she just threw it so fast and threw it so perfect and uh, knocked her out. And I even, I remember telling Rich, I'm like, watch her retire. Watch her retire about this loss because switch with the layoff and then come now with this loss, Whaley. I mean, it sucks, but, you know, I mean, I, I think it was probably time, I think. Mm-hmm. So you don't see her coming back anytime soon. You think she's going to go out to that nice apartment in Poland that she bought and but never slept in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. I don't. I don't. Yeah, you could see it when she in her, in her speech too. Uh, yeah, I think she's she's just done. Yeah, she, I mean, she was back. she was very high. She was. I don't want to say she was excited for the loss, but she was definitely looking forward to having some time away for sure. She was like, I finally get to spend all this money I've been making. Which is good for <laughs> yeah. her. You know. She's been um, investing though, right? She she owns a company, right? I think she does, or what is it that she does I on the think side? So, yeah. She models, kind of. I know besides I model know. and then something else, right? I don't know what that is. I'm sure she does though. Mm, okay. But uh I mean she looked physically good. She looked the most in shape she looked. And she always yes, looked she does. but she did look toned, she did look cut, she did look like she did look like she took the layoff seriously and like this was something she wanted to do. It didn't look like she was just Nick Diazing the fight and just showing up. So um, kudos to her, definitely. Um, Richard, you had uh, Zeng Wiley by decision. Right winner, wrong uh, outcome. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought I thought it would go the distance. I thought it would be like the last fight. Um, especially with, like everyone saying Joanna looked great shape. They both looked great. So I thought Joanna's yeah. going to stand up and go the distance and be a strike fest. But Zhang Li's, you know, wrestling her and being smart and really wearing it out. I think every, like, minute of the fight was just so technical. The way she was breaking it down, wearing her down with the takedowns, being heavy, and then with the close exchanges, you know, throwing sidekicks, throwing it pretty much anything she wanted to. And she damn well pleased was landing on Joanna at yeah. one point. And out of nowhere, she just throws this spinning back fist and knocks her out. I mean, she was really having her way with her, and it was just a matter of time where she was going to stop the fight. Like she was going to, she was pretty much dictating it. John was trying to put a fight, but it just wasn't enough. And we'll see Whaley's off to pretty much number one contender now. Yeah, I'll no, I mean, she definitely. That. I mean, I don't know. I don't think Carla has anyone lined up. Besides, I mean, I don't know if they're going to do the rematch with Rose before this. Either one of these two fights. No rematch, happen. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no rematch. Right. No, 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 no. Just, just have a fight. Wait, for God's sake, that's it. No rematch. And that's what Dana it, said. It's gonna happen eventually. Rose is definitely gonna fight Carla Irwin of Wang. Eventually, it's gonna happen. Like I don't, I, I don't know who Rose is fighting would fight next besides one of those two. Um, 
Marina Rodriguez, maybe. I don't know if she'd want to lose well, her. Yeah, yeah. It looks right on point. <laughs> Mackenzie Dern would be a fantastic fight, but would she want to take mm -hmm. a number four spot? Like, she's already beaten Andrade. Um, she's beaten most of the people outside of the top five, besides Marina and Mackenzie and uh, Jan. So we will see. I would love to see I, if, if Wang or Zhang fights Carlos Barza. I would love to see that fight. Mm hmm. Uh, for this particular fight, I had also, I had a Lee by decision. Uh, I thought that she just had her number in the tactical sense of the word. Um, but she definitely was physically stronger and dictated where things went. Um, when she wanted to get up, she got up. When she wanted to go down, she went down. When she wanted to hit you, she hit you. Um, and it was a very, I don't want to say it was a tactical move. It was a very fantastic advantage take that, that spinning back forearm elbow it was wasn't exactly set up she was in the right place at the right time and i'm not calling it lucky at all um but it was violent and even joanna said that like she knew immediately like she watched herself fall to the floor and couldn't do anything about it she just saw the floor mm -hmm. getting closer and she's like damn it that's it and that just wild finish to someone who's only been finished once in her entire professional fighting career um now two times so yeah, I, I don't think the losses to Rose got too much inside Zhang's head. Um, I would love to see that third fight eventually, but we'll see what's next for both of them. Car one of them's getting Carla. I just flip a coin. I don't know which one's which. Uh, very, oh, very quick. Um, uh, do you agree what uh, Cage Mike, she said that back fist was a Pettis and Horiguchi esque? Uh, did Pettis finish Horiguchi with that fight? Was that back in WBC? Yeah, back fist. Yeah. Um, I'd have to go back and watch it. It has been a minute since Pettis has done anything that mattered. So, uh, <laughs> my w I don't even know if that might have been in the WEC, right? Yeah. No. That was, yeah. That was, no. Was that in your team? What? Wait, Pettis was so Yeah. That's Bellator. Was that recently? Oh, yeah. Shit. It was recently. Yeah. yeah right. He became the Wait, champion. Sergio. Oh, Sergio. Yeah. Oh, no wonder. Then I did yeah. not see that part. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm not gonna same weight, same weight class. No, not quite. Almost the same weight class. Okay. Ten, ten uh, pounds. Yeah, it was a few months ago. Come on. Guys. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not going to pretend that I saw that fight. So, I'll have to watch that to get uh, a comparison. Sorry about it. Um, but, yeah, probably. Um, Sergio's pretty good. I mean, they're both in Bellator for, you know, a reason. So, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Coach, your <laughs> thoughts on that fight? Oh, Ivan doesn't get to talk? No, he didn't no. just pick. I got five grown-ass adults here. I got to try moderate here. So, Ivan, you can go first. What the fuck are you talking about, grown-ass adults? <laughs> I can't even moderate the non-adults. You, you see? Hey, you, you, you got coach going. Hey, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, coach was that word. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh man, there's nothing much to say. I mean, like it was expected. I I picked Zhang to win. I mentioned last week. I mentioned. Did anyone pick a Did anyone pick a finish for her though? Or I picked her by decision, so okay. I, I did. Yeah. But I I want her because I mentioned it. She needs this win. She cannot afford to lose it because then she'll be out of title contention. And now that her, you know, winning this, you know, winning this fight. I mean, uh, we see in the comments there, you know, from Cage, um, IMIQ saying that it could be, you know, Marina and Zhang. Uh, that would be great to see. I think I would like to see Marina and Zhang. But and, and if what, they, Carla, if, just take, Carla just take some time off and wait for the winner of that. 
I yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Rose, while that's happening, and oh, that, that. If you're gonna put, if you're gonna fight, if she's gonna do a rematch, do it a fight night. It's not worth putting on a fucking pay per view. I don't hate that, but Dana does. I, but yeah. they saw Dana in a post conference. It's not fight. you. It's the fighters. If Rose gets, if the champ, champion sometimes can get points on the pay per views. I mean, it's hard to negotiate to get. But if that were the case, they would obviously mm-hmm. want it to be a pay per view. But it, don't yeah. make it the main event. You know, put that at like. We haven't had a three title card in a while, and I do love those that super cards. Yeah. It's the first of the three title fight main uh, main card. I agree. I agree. I, I can agree with that. I can. They can even put it in the same card. They can even put it in the same card. Have that, you that know? Would, that would be great. Yes, that I would be, I uh, yeah, permanent bracket. Let's see, absolutely. But yes, saying. What a great, you know, incredible, incredible work. That fist, you know, that back fist, yes. Joanna should should retire. She said she will, you know, that she's going to retire. But who knows? I think this is a 50-50. I think she might come back. I have a feeling that she will. Uh, you know, I, I would say financial reasons, possibly, maybe, that she'll come back. But uh, I don't think she wants to go out this way. But, if, but who can't? I mean... Her credentials are already there. There's yeah. no other way. I mean, my opinion. I mean, she's but, done everything you could do. Yeah, absolutely. She did everything. What she she's done. She had incredible fights. You know, moments. World champion. Her, yeah, world champion in her career too. So I mean, it's a, you know, it's up to her. And if she does retire, congratulations for her career, and I wish nothing for the best. But if she comes back, well, let's see who she's going to be facing next. But yeah, yeah, that's definitely. I, yeah, I don't know. If she does come back, it's not going to be top five. I don't know, baby. We'll see. Oh, I, I did forget about that. She did She did say, I want to have babies. I did, yeah. did <laughs> What's going on? Jump on the ring. That's right. Oh. That's right. And now, they, they announced Sterling and Dillashaw, by the way. They announced who? Uh, Sterling versus Dillashaw. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, is that right now? I usually I have like Bleacher Report. Yeah, I guess he, he, he's on it. That is on it, man. He's on hey, it. Hey, man, like I'm a Dillashaw fan. Like besides him being on all the cocktails Ooh, in the it's... world for about two years, anyone September who can uh, do what they did to Cody, yeah, I'm cool with. <laughs> and he didn't test for those fights, so I think he's kind of in the clear on those. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my oh, is that how that well, works? That's how besides that works. the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> September 10th is a fight. They announced it. September nice. 10th. Nice. Cool, cool. I'll watch that for sure. Coach, your thoughts on this uh, implicated uh, fight? So I, I predicted Whaley uh, by a boring decision. Uh, yeah, I thought the fight was going to be a lot closer and a lot more boring than it was. Joanna uh, was much worse than I expected, and Whaley was slightly better than I expected. Um, yeah. So uh, this fight, so th- this entire card was uh, both my wives were home and we all watched it, which usually one of my wives works pretty late. So w- this was kind of special. Uh, they both got really upset at Whaley, ex- like setting the, the oil check record for the UFC. Uh, it, you guys know what I'm talking about? Who set what? These two women set a new record for UFC? Wei Li mm-hmm. set a record for the longest oil check 
Oh, yeah. I kind of see it, sort of, but not really. No. I did, yes. I, I want to see the exchange where it happened because. Yeah, yeah. just anytime they were on the ground, pretty much. It was she was. Full, uh, full thumb. Yeah, I mean, it was it was the, the six pack or the the bowling ball. It was like, fuck. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, if ref doesn't uh, see it, isn't that the rules? The ref doesn't doesn't call it. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, both my wives got really upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my uh, then Taryn my, <laughs> said, "Boogie woman, businesswoman is coming for you." <laughs> 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 oh man. love it love it love it all right uh first title fight of the night shevchenko versus talia santos let's see who alex picked alex you had shevchenko tko round three it went to all five i'd love to hear your thoughts on this um yeah uh it's disappointing yeah, about Tally did enough to win. Um, I thought she did enough. Uh, I think I think she controlled and took a lot of the rounds of just you know taking her down and having uh, control. Um, it's crazy, man. We never really seen Tritanko in those situations ever. I mean, for for Tally to do that, I mean, it's just and plus with her eye too, pretty much. I think it was a headbutt oh, yeah. that caused that yep. for her to keep going and you know, go through all five rounds and, and did what she did against Shevchenko. It's, it's, you know, it's amazing. And just, it's, it, it sucks. I mean, I thought she did enough to win. Um, I think there will probably, there will be a rematch. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's a shame, but I thought she did enough to win, uh, to win the, the belt. But yeah. Gotcha. Richard, you had Shevchenko take you round three also. Yeah, I think most of us thought she was just steamroller. I mean, the way she is her last, you know, few fights, Valentina looks unstoppable. Um, but every uh, every dog has a day and has a puncher's chance. We thought, you know, Santos comes out there wrestling and putting Valentina in uncomfortable positions and really dragging her deep in that water. And Valentina's struggling. I mean, she's human. We're seeing it for the first time. She's struggling and she's trying to get off her feet and strike and just wasn't doing enough at some a couple rounds, but I thought Santos took it as well. I thought she did enough. I just, one of those fights, probably have to look back and watch it a couple more times. I just saw a comment right now. I think it was uh, Cage uh, IQ said that uh, Valentina did enough by volume, so that's a possibility. Maybe she did do enough, but I thought Santos won. The crowd thought Santos won as well. Yeah. Um. I like to think I know what I'm watching when I watch MMA, and I like to think that my opinions when the fight is over are pretty close to accurate, and I completely was questioning my entire life after this fight. Uh, I'll have to rewatch it, but I honestly thought it – when I heard split, I was appalled and still thought it was going to tell you. Um, yeah, I don't know what I was watching because every round, Talia – was closer. She was within seconds of finishing that fight at least once in every round and had at least one takedown in every round. I think I'll have to go back and watch. And no, I don't care about fight metrics. If judges don't look at the fight metrics, then I don't care. Um, one punch can knock you out. A thousand jabs can barely do a bruise, which is why fight metrics do not work, in my opinion. Coach, you can 
call me out on that one if I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, I was surprised that it was even a split. And then I was surprised that Valentine, I was letting my heart go. I was like, wow, all right, okay, this one hurts a little bit, but I'm gonna have to accept it that someone came in here. Number eight came in and beat the most dangerous woman on the absolute planet, maybe in the galaxy. And uh, yeah, I'll have to rewatch it maybe. I, I still don't know what happened with the judges. I, I guess I'm wrong. I guess uh, a couple leg kicks and a jab or two and a headbutt is way better than almost losing every <laughs> round by choke. In my, you know, so I, I I'm wrong. I, I thought that Valentina lost that fight pretty clearly. I'm bittersweetly relieved that she still kept the belt because I do love her as a fighter, but I don't think that was the right call. Um, kudos mm. to Talia. Talia threatened in every position, but I mean, she didn't really threaten on the feet, but then uh, honestly, neither did Shuchenko. She threw like a really slick spinning back kick like she always does. That landed a couple jabs, I think a leg kick here and there. She kept her backing up maybe. Maybe she chased her a little bit more. That was about it. Um, and my prediction for that was Shevchenko by TKO round three, much like everyone else thought. And uh, I'm glad I picked the right winner. I just don't think it was the right call. I love it. There you go. Your thoughts and prayers on the situation. Brother, man, I'm with you. I know watching the fight and seeing it, I was shocked the fact that to see Tavia put a hell of a performance. And I really questioned, so I don't know if you guys do so as well. Did that headbutt not, not happening to her? Could this fight could have been different? Maybe. Because, you know, now with one eye. Could have been different? Maybe. Just a little bit. Because I, uh, my, uh, this is what I think. I think we all know that Shimachinko is well-rounded all around, uh, standing and on the ground. Santos, I guess, was more testing the waters on, on, uh, more steel on the ground than her on, on her feet. And she did uh, incredible work against Shevchenko. And she actually had her numbered. And in how, you know, they mentioned, you know, that the crowd was really behind her. And I was too. And I was really for her. So I was really impressed. And I'm hoping they I give her a rematch. Fight on, on my ESPN. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm hoping we see a rematch. And I hope we do. Because I think, and I think this time, if a rematch does happen, I have a feeling that this time uh, Santos will win it. I think she'll take the belt. And I think they should give give her a rematch. And I hope she does get it because she deserves to get to be, you know, that number one contendership for it. Because she did give, you know, Shevchenko something to fight for. And even her, she was shockingly surprised that, you know, the performance that Santos put on, on her. So, yeah, I, I know that you, you mentioned that it should have been maybe, uh, you know, all the way around, crowning a new champion. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't need, I didn't even see it being a split. I thought it was, yeah. was going to be unanimous, so, yeah. Me too. I, I, I thought it was going to be unanimous, uh, and it would have shocked the world, and I would have been happy. But regardless, I would have been happy to see her winning the belt. But I have, yeah. I have, I'm, I'm, I'm a feeling we are, we are gonna, definitely going to see a rematch. There has to be a trilogy <laughs> for this fight. Uh, that's, that's how I feel about it. But Yeah, but uh, as of this week, I think a couple days ago, we just got a fight that I think is going to be next for uh, Shevchenko, and that is uh, Andrade replaces Caitlin Jukagian versus Menon Fjord. Um, mm. I think the winner of that is getting is next for Valentino. I think Marina okay. stays, or not Marina, I think Talia stays at number eight right now because her ranking didn't really move up because she didn't lose to a lower-ranked opponent. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, Caitlin was number one. She's injured. Um, sorry. Who, yeah. No, actually, I'm wrong. Uh, 
Talia did move up. She went up to number two, but she was number eight in pound for pound. That's what I was looking at. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Something weird. But I think, I think the men out, men on, sorry, men on versus Andrade, that's that's a title eliminator for sure. Um, yeah. At least if Menon wins that fight. I mean, if they're just given anyone who Shechenko hasn't already fought title fights, if she wins that fight against Andrade, that's definitely, I think, in the bag. Mm. And uh, Coach, your thoughts on this very prolific fight. I mean, yeah. not prolific, uh, polarizing. Yeah. So before I I, I rewatched it uh, a few times, uh, and I watched it so much I hate it now. Um, <laughs> and I took notes <laughs> round by round. Um, but first, did you did you watch it with the audio off at any point? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Then you really know yeah, what you're doing. I, I, yeah. Commentary bothers me most of the time. Um, so I I have my because when when I watched it. I gave it to Bullet. I gave it to Valentina, uh, but I want. I, it should have been a draw. But one of the one of the problems with MMA. So MMA got the ten must scoring system from boxing, which is kind of dumb. I think personally, I think judging is lame and stupid. Um, and for anyone that is watching right now i'm a professional this is what i do this is my job i, I coach i teach um i think if you don't win you lose uh but that's not the sport that's not the uh, entertainment business that we are currently engaged in the the problem with taking the 10 must system from boxing first of all taking anything from boxing as far as like a business or a sport boxing is disgusting it's corrupt, but it's possible and common to score boxing as a draw because it's uh, if it, early pros, it's four rounds and six rounds and 10 rounds and 12 rounds. So it's always an even number of rounds. So it can be scored as a draw in MMA. It's three rounds or five rounds. So the only time it gets scored as a draw is when a point is deducted, when there's a 10-8. Uh, but when the fight like this, where it really makes sense to, to score it as a draw, uh, it's very difficult to do that. And the judges have to do a 10-9 must. So a judge can't watch a round and say, oh, that round was a draw. Um, so here's the thing. Are we watching MMA? How do we judge? What are we judging, right? Effective striking, effective grappling, and octagon control. In but that order. Not damage, things that, you know, matter, volume, you know. Well, so damage is a part of effective, right? Effective is subjective. But a, yeah, a damaging was, strike. Yeah, and damage is very objective. Like I said a second ago, it's like one jab can knock you out or a thousand punches could do zero effect. You could show like no – I mean, look at Cabbage Carrera. That guy took mad shots and never ever had a welt. Yep, yep. So the, the judging is subjective. And what's effective grappling? So if we're and how looking, do you, and real quick on that, how do you affect how do you compare effective grappling to effective striking? Because the conversation for that, real quick, is always 
is half a takedown better than a light jab or is a full takedown equal to a full jab or a head kick? Like, how do you, what standard of measurement do you have for successful grappling and striking? Exactly. We're we're, we're, we're on the same page on that. The other thing that happened when the MMA rules got hashed out and made when MMA, it's disproportionately favoring grapplers. It was the rules were negotiated and there were more grapplers present and, and, you know, the Gracie's had a strong influence. Uh, so like the five minute round is better for grapplers than strikers. And the rule set, a lot of the rules protect the grapplers, right? Kicking down opponents, no knee strikes to, you know, um, so the thing is what, what is effective grappling in a grappling competition is not necessarily effective grappling in MMA. And for grappling to be effective, you, you either need to secure the position and dominate the position. Uh, so like in round one, uh, Santos took back control, reverse mount, and then was struggling to try and get the rear naked choke. Now, most people cannot finish the, the rear naked choke with just one arm. They, they need two arms yep. for, for it to work. Uh, and what Bullet did was she controlled the, the non-choking wrist, left the arm around her, cho- uh, around her throat, and punched Santos in the face. So for the last 90 seconds of the round, Santos was holding on to Shevchenko and securing back mount, but not threatening a submission and getting hit in the face the entire time. So and how do you, take down that how do you score that? The take, takedown that initiated that position was a failed lateral drop by Shevchenko where Santos ended up in mount. So, I mean, do you, like baseball, there's error. Do you count that as an error? Do you count that as a takedown? Is it just a right? five? Now, that would be cool if, if but see, judges aren't well enough educated or, no, seriously. No, no, like, that's my favorite sentence in MMA right now. I mean, ever. Well, the sport's only 25 years old, right? So, mm-hmm. you baseball has been around. Tomorrow, <laughs> 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 and, and the way the judges are assigned, it's through a sanctioning body run by a state government. So, a lot of the judges are there uh, for... Knowing the right people uh, for favoritism, for nepotism, um, and th- there's not like a standardized test or a license that you take. You know, it's just kind of like, oh, you're a judge now. So yeah, my uh, my tattoo artist um, has been to Herb Dean's seminars for how to be a judge and how to be a ref, and they have Q and As, and basically they would not, they did not ask him back to like the second seminar because he asked too many questions that questioned the rules. Yes. He was because exactly. you know you raise your hand, you ask a question, and he had a lot of questions that made a lot of sense, and they didn't want to answer them, and they basically just refused to invite him back. There you go. I would love actually. Go. I can have him on the podcast to talk about it. I think that's yeah. a good idea. I think that's a good idea. Um, we might get shadow banned, but uh... <laughs> I mean, you might. I don't, I, I don't even matter. I'm just a guy. Um, so. I would have liked to have seen this scored as a draw, but round one, Bullet 
won the first three minutes and 30 seconds of the round. She won, she won all the striking, all the striking, uh, and any striking that occurred, she won it. But so the first three minutes and 30 seconds round one bullet one, then she made that error. And then the last 90 seconds of the round is what I already described where Santos is holding back control, but getting hit in the face. So how do you, how do you score that? Right. And when I say she won the striking, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, she, you know, the, the entire fight should have been a draw. It was, it was, it was impressive because Santos was doing it to Shevchenko, and nobody's done anything like this to Shevchenko. But yeah. it was actually a miserable fight to watch. Mm. Right? Like, I agree with that. The striking wasn't phenomenal. No. Uh, it, it wasn't was actually it wasn't Carla, but it wasn't Shevchenko traditionally. Thank you. Thank you. Agree. So I I gave round one to Bullet, uh, and then round two and round three were even more difficult to score. Um, so I'm just going to read my notes if that's okay. Yeah. Uh, first thirty seconds, ineffective striking. So the first thirty seconds of the round, uh, nothing really happened. It was some some not very good striking. Uh, then Santos wins cage clinch control and then gets the takedown. But uh, Santos could not secure top guard. So there's a difference between being in somebody's guard or being in control of the guard on top. And she never got her base under her. She never controlled the position. Uh, and Bullet was very active on the bottom guard landing punches and elbows. So again, doing lots of not damage, but active, right? Landing punches and elbows and landing elbows from bottom guard. That, that, that hurts. <laughs> um, she tried a submission. She tried the go-go plata. It failed. That had me freaking out. Cause yeah. I can't even, the last time I saw a go-go plata in UFC, in the UFC, not the pride reference is being made, which I understood but was like uh, Jeremy Horn versus Chael Sonnen, like in 2000. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> wow. It, it wasn't even a go-go plot. It was some weird shit that he made up that just looked like Jeremy <laughs> Horn. Wow. That... Yeah, man, that dude only drank Thanks Giant. For... That guy Thanks. only drank Mountain Dew, man, and he looked like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man. Thanks for making me feel old. Uh, I, I, I think the reference. How old do you think I am? <laughs> I had to admit, that was like 1955. I'm gonna look yeah. that up. <laughs> uh, so then, the ref Herzog stands him up. Right. So that means the the ref is watching and saying, "2006, gra- I was close." <laughs> the ref is watching the fight, and he says, "This is ineffective." You're the person on the bottom is not doing enough work. The person on top is not being effective. So it was kind of a stalemated guard. Uh, Herzog stands him up. Then, uh, then bullet head and arm throw attempts to get Kaskatami position, but gets reversed. And then they end up back in guard position and time runs out. But again, Santos being in top guard never had control of uh, Bullet's hips. 
She never had control of the guard position. So it was. So uh, it was uh, it was it's not effective. It's not effective grappling. So here's the thing, though. I, in my notes, effective striking, lay him down. Come on. Exactly. Now. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the first. So the striking was ineffective. Right. So there's 30 seconds of ineffective striking. And then the rest was uh, like a mess grappling. So how do you score that round? If you have to give it to somebody, I gave it to Santos because her reversal and she was at least it's better to be top guard position and not have control of the guard than to have somebody in bottom guard unless, you know, unless it's uh, Damian Maya. Uh, then round two, the first two minutes, uh, Bullet won the striking, and then she got a takedown, but it was she didn't secure it. Nothing happened. Uh, but then Santos wins the cage battle. And here, Bullet made several errors. Uh, when she was against the cage, when she was against the cage, uh, her head position was wrong and her hand position was wrong. So uh, because of that, Santo gets the takedown, uh, controls for a minute, tries the, the real na rear naked choke, uh, then ends up controlling the, the back position. Uh, now, rounds two and three, I really would have wanted to score as draws. It's not a possible, so I gave it to Santos. And then uh, rounds four and five, Bullet, Bullet clearly won. Um, because Santos got one takedown in round four, but only ten seconds of uh, mm -hmm. of of control and and like minuscule ground and pound. Uh, now, so that's you know. Anyway, the things that we saw with Shenshenko, uh up until this fight, I thought, okay, this is the best martial artist. I've seen this is the the pound for pound greatest, uh, and now it's like oh well okay she's just she's somewhere on that list but she's not uh, she's not as phenomenal as as we thought. Um, big hole in her striking game, and and it's because she's such a good counter striker, she's lost the pressure fighting she's lost her her seek and destroy ability that she used to have but mm. now she's so heavily reliant on counter striking this fight she needed to be a pressure fighter and she wasn't able to do that uh and then with the uh the technical errors of uh, on the cage work and she made a tactical error uh in round five where she decided to go again for the takedown and burn out the clock from half guard uh, rather than trying to get the kill, trying to get the finish. She she had no reason to believe that she was ahead on the scorecards. There's no reason to believe that the judges were giving her more rounds than, than Santos. Uh, so that was a huge tactical error. She just happened to get lucky and get the decision. Um, yeah, so that's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so do you... With all of the fights, 
Shevchenko's had in your entire career, county kickboxing, professional, amateur. This one fight is the one that kind of uh, tarnishes that diamond legacy of her being a great fighter, or do you think it's well? Just- she is. She is a great. She's a great fighter. Okay. But this is the one that shows. Oh, okay. It's a strength of schedule issue more so than her incredible ability, right? Because she she gets away with shit because the girls that she's or the women that she's fighting aren't necessarily good enough to take advantage of it. Um, and she's usually the stronger fighter where Santos was bigger and stronger and she, she didn't do as well. Um, so, you know, I'm not saying, Oh, uh, she's terrible, but she's just not as phenomenal as I thought she was. Uh, because those were, those were at this level, those small errors are are big errors, right? Every little mistake. But when you're when you're making positional errors, when you're making uh, technical errors, and when you're making tactical errors, whoa, that's uh, you, champions aren't supposed to do that. Mm, agree with that. I feel like I mean I feel like uh, Santos' corner was really nervous too, because right? you know this is a big title contention for them. Yeah. I, I can literally tell they were nervous as hell, and even that Santos they were screaming too. at her. They yeah, were, they, yeah. Were, they were. They were yelling this shit. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, I never yeah. seen that. They <laughs> they forgot the mouthpiece. Yeah, um, and that, then, that was a big error right there too. Yeah. The the other thing that I think is important to this this fight is that the judges are sitting cage side watching what's happening, and they don't hear the commentary, they don't see the replays, they don't know the fight metrics. So when uh, Santos's face was swelling up. They probably thought that was from the punches that they probably thought that was legit damage from the striking, but how tough. Okay. So the reason I had to retire from MMA is because I shattered my eye socket. I blew out every bone in my, my left orbital Santos fractured her eye socket in the fight and kept getting hit there and hung in there. Right. So damn girl. Now, (laughs) can I say, unfortunately, those type of injuries do not age. Well, they don't recover. Well, she had surgery the night of, um, and it's, it's not a great surgery. It's not a, it's not a great, uh, percentage of recovery from the surgery. So the version of Santos that we saw, we might not get to see again, uh, which is really unfortunate, but uh, it's it's a crazy sport we do, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sad now. Oh, Well, <laughs> well, you're gonna yeah. get sad when you know. Well, we let the host take care of that. <laughs> I, you can't imagine how many fighters there are that train and have talent and put everything that, and they get to almost breaking through, and then something—a knee injury, a back injury, mm-hmm. a, a neck injury, or an eye injury—and it's over. It happens. It happens all the time in boxing, man. There's so many guys that unbelievably talented that that we've just never even heard of. 
TJ Grant, you know, fucking was on the verge of a title shot. And, yeah. uh, oh, my God. He started getting concussions and headaches in the training camp leading up to the fight and haven't been seen since. Yep. Could have been a champ. Could have been a contender. I could have uh, been somebody. <laughs> cut me, Mick. Cut me, which is not a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are now on to our main event of the night and fight of the year candidate. Probably, I think, fight of the year, not even close. Second. I mean, maybe the Justin Gaethje uh, Chandler fight. But there, this is a this is a storied fight for sure. And Alex, you had Teixeira round two submission. <laughs> I mean, not crazy. No. Yeah, but before Alex answers, everybody, I know you were, everybody was. Bye-bye, no. <laughs> <laughs> Alex. Go ahead. <laughs> um... Yeah, I never really, I never yelled so much at the TV. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, man, it was, it was, uh, it was hard to watch. Uh, Glover, I mean, Glover fought such a, I mean, even though he lost, he fought a really good fight. Uh, he fought, he really did. Um, especially when he's like, what, 42, 40, what is he? 42, 42 right? Not 97. But definitely a really good fight. Um, I just pissed me off in the last round. I know he wanted to play it safe, but I think he should have just kept it on the feet. Um, Yuri was very tired in that fifth round, uh, had caught him. uh, Yuri was hurt. I think it was just probably a couple more combinations. I think he would have put him out and it would have been over. Um, He took him down. Um, Again, I think he just wanted to play it safe. Um, But then again, I just didn't. I, I think Glover didn't expect Yuri to go for a submission attempt. That's why I think he left his uh, left it open. But Yuri took advantage of it, grabbed it, squeezed, and tapped him out. Um, you know, which I was heartbroken because I wanted Glover to win, especially with only like what thirty seconds left of the fight. Oh, I, I mean, <laughs> really? Because I, really? I'll be honest, I've done that in matches where like. I'm winning, and I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I'll just, I'll get out of the submission. I get it, and then I tap out, and I'm done. I'm like, jeez, like, freaking, you know. And that's what happened with Yuri. Yuri, you know, grabbed it. I think, I think Glover didn't think he was in a tap. I think Glover was like, oh, I'll fight it off. I'll pull the hand and get out. And no, Yuri did not. Um, yeah, Yuri kept totally on and got him out, and became the new champ. That's true. Totally, that's exactly what happened. Richard, you had Pukachka submission round one. What the fuck? Did you say that? I'm not surprised. Go back to the tape. Mind games. Mind games. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I mean, I think I did that. My, I'm might have done that by accident, but I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say I picked the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> might have been surprised. Wait a second. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> like, oh, man, I picked the right winner. I'm like, oh, fuck, submission? Oh. That's, yeah, that's what I got. I got. I got submission round one for, uh, for Yuri. Oh, man. Um, for sure. I mean, I thought 
originally Glover's gonna take it, and then I'm like, no, Jerry's gonna get it by knockout. And then midway to like the second round, I'm like, you know, Glover's gonna take this by submission. And I can see Alex also t- picking submission too. If you look, he has 33 wins, 10 by submission, and literally his last seven fights, five of those wins are by subs. So most of those 10 submissions came recently late in his career. So, and then the position he was getting with the rear naked, and then he was he getting had so many opportunities to finish him too, man. So many opportunities. I'm like, he's gonna submit it. I'm like, this jury's not gonna get out of this fight without getting choked out. But. Um, Jerry kept on fighting both guys of reversals. I mean, one point I love that Glover hit like a duck under. That was just beautiful and got his back. Um, yeah, then, and then the fifth round, you know, Glover goes. I thought the same thing too. I'm like, just keep on the feet. Don't go to the ground. Jerry is at a point where every time he's getting taken down, he's reversing it and having yeah. success of, you know, using his weight and just Sounds. kind of teetering towards the way, going on top of Glover. I'm like, okay, that's going to happen. And – I don't know where he gets his submission, and it was over. I was surprised. I think even the commentators too. Like, what did he get him with? Like, he got it. Like, crazy fight. But um, I just like I love. It. I probably one of the greatest love fights. Probably about, right. I would probably say. Yeah, it, I mean, it's up there in my opinion. It's up there with the first Hendo Shogun fight for sure. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. That for sure. That's for sure. Well I want said. to ask you guys. Um, I had a quote here by Anthony Smith. Uh, he put, I think Jerry had one of the worst performances he could have possibly had. They just made both terrible decisions. Like the fight IQ, if it was put together, it wouldn't go double digits. They both just didn't want to fight smart at all. I'm not being critical. I think they both fought with bravery, but I'm also an analyst. And so I can analyze. The performances were awful. What? I want you guys think. What do you guys think about that quote by I, Smith? I, I see what you're saying. Yuri is a better striker than what was revealed in that fight, and obviously Glover is a better sub guy. Um, a guy with only three submissions submitting a guy who has never been tapped in his entire career mm-hmm. isn't how MMA math is supposed to work. Um, yeah, it was it was a sloppy fight. It was not a tactical sport event at all but sometimes that's just is what it is um you know like some people some people are george st pierre the whole their entire career and some people uh go out there and just i don't even think they were trying to be entertaining i think that they just didn't really have answers for each other and were making shit up as they went yuri looked real weird i don't know i know that he was doing what I think Yuri is the one who had a quote that said something like, I've only fought tactical fighters, so I know how to not fight tactical for someone who's expecting tactical. Something like that. And I think that's kind of what he did. He was doing this weird, like, Keith Jardine thing the whole time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And, I mean, I don't know what I'm seeing because I'm just a guy on a podcast, but... You know what I mean? You're a director, man. You're fucking awesome, man. I I remember White belt in jiu-jitsu, brother. That's about it. Um, he, he won the fight. I don't really – at that point, I don't – he won the fight. And um, I don't think that's a reflection of both fighters' careers, hopefully. Um, you know, my pick was obviously for Teixeira submission round two. I was rooting for whoever was winning the fight while they were winning the fight. I was like, goddamn, goddamn, mm-hmm. holy shit, holy shit. Oh, wow. The fact that Jerry got out of it, everything that he got out of, props to him. The fact that Glover didn't get knocked out, props to him. 
Uh, Glover did mention that in the fifth round, the body shots, which I saw those coming and I could hear them. Like they were, I don't want to say they were telegraphed. I've never been hit. I don't know what it's like to fight a guy who's that good at fighting, but like you could see it coming and you're like, that is going to land. That's going to be bad. And then, and I can see how that did the damage to get Glover to not have the gas to defend the sub. I, I can understand from, from that point of view. Is it reflective of how good both fighters are? Eh, not really, but who gives a shit? <laughs> right fighter won because yeah. he won. You know, like yeah. no one cheated. Exactly. It was uh, it was a war. It wasn't a uh, athletic competition. Agreed, hundred percent. That's that's how I feel. I was entertained, and that is kind of what matters sometimes. Yeah, no, I. You know what, director? You were well said, man. Well said. Well, fuck. I mean, you're, I mean, you're fighting the two best, one of the best ground guys in the world in the division versus the best stand-up guy allegedly in the division. Yeah. Allegedly, you know, I haven't seen him more, you know, fight other. He's only had his third fight in the UFC. I haven't seen him against other fighters in the UFC to really have a big measuring stick. He knocked out Stevie Dalloway, but I mean, who hasn't? That elevator knocked him out. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. I mean, there's to add on. It just. Mind you, this is the first ever submission for, you know, submit, you know, for Glover, first of all. Most of his losses have been knockouts or decisions. Yeah, and this, wasn't, this decisions. wasn't like Frank Mir tapping out Noguera. No, no. This wasn't this wasn't some guy who's great at the ground just subbing a guy who just is better at the ground because this was like, I, I don't even know who to, this would be like, I can't even imagine another who's a great like this is like Ramon Decker submitting Fedor or some shit like I don't I don't even know like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to compare it to not Fader though no no Fader right? weird <laughs> no Fader no Fader you got to add it so hyped up yes whatever this is like Izzy subbing I don't know Shara <laughs> <laughs> but you know this is a uh Oh man, I was I was really I'm like I'm, I'm like just like Richard and Alex. We don't want you know pacing around. I was like really hoping thirty more seconds. Hang on, you're gonna retain. Yeah. Honestly, I swear, I if it would have gone down by decision, it would have gone a split decision in my opinion because the way how yeah probably with that twenty eight. That's a good point. I didn't even look at it, but yeah. I, I, what ifs don't really matter. But I never looked at it like that. Yeah, because the way – because, look, how I, the way how, how I feel, especially with the quote that Richard said about Alexis, look, here's the thing. You have two fighters that for the first time are fighting each other. They're both nervous, especially Jiri. That's his, you know, first main event in the UFC, being nervous as well because, you know, you don't know what's – you hear the story in the background. Yeah. Oh, this guy's a, this guy's a, a, a great heavy hitter. Oh, this, this guy's a great submissionist. You always going to hear that in the background. You always going to hear their credential what they've done in the past. So you're always going to be expecting something out of that. Yeah. So for them to, you know, for Smith to say that, I, I get his point. But then again, you have to clearly understand that these are first-time fighters. You know, they're fighting each other for the for the main belt, and of course they have to be strategic. You got to see what what do they have to use, you know, in order to, you know, obviously win the fight. And Glover, what he did, proved the point to a lot of people that were really expecting Jerry to knock him out of either of those first, second round, and did not. Glover did a fantastic job of what he did, especially, uh, you know, pretty much taking him to the ground as well. And the first two rounds, I felt like, you know, Glover took it for sure. Uh, And 
did not expect that from Jerry to, you know, actually allow it to happen. I did not expect that, you know, but it is Glover. You know, he is, you know, you know, a jiu-jitsu yeah. artist. So, I mean, this was, yeah, a fight of the year for sure. And, yeah, and he took Jerry to the distance. And so and you could tell Glover was – both of these guys were tired. They were done. They were just really done. And especially in the fourth round, you could tell that it was, like, towards the end. And, yes, there was a lot of close, close, you know, submissions that Glover could have just hang on a little bit and could have made him tap out. I was like, come on, make him tap. What are you doing? He didn't do it. I was like, son of a bitch. I was, I was so fucking <laughs> I was so fucking pissed. I was like, no. And then, okay, yes, the fifth round. Oh, man, just seeing Glover, some, you know, tapping out, I was just I was cringing. Crazy, it's cool. I, I was, because I really wanted – I honestly, if it would have gone by, by decis- a split decision, I think they would have given it to Glover. Why? Because he won the first two rounds. Yeah. Clearly, he won the first two rounds. And he proved the point that even a heavy hitter like Jerry – was nothing to him, and you know, Jahiri, and also, you know Jerry, if, he didn't, if he didn't get submitted, he probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have won the last round, too. Right, yes, agreed with that. And like I said, it is I'm I'm happy for, for both of these guys' performance, and then not only that, now that Jerry is the champion, guess who's gonna go right after? Because right after that, you know, when he was walking down the aisle with a belt, Black, which of course talking shit with, with Jerry, so we're going to see that for sure. And, and he's number two in the rankings as well. So, I mean, or three, I think now, that I have to double-check. But I, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Glover's, been, Glover's one, number one's contender, two is Okay, Glover. there you go. Yeah. So, I'm looking forward to seeing that. But this was, a, yeah, fight. this is going to be fight of the year, man. I This is, I, I enjoyed it. It's, it was awesome to see Glover. And, and when they asked Glover, are you done? I said no. Oh, yeah. No. And I'm happy. You'll probably get a rematch. Around. You don't think you probably this should be a rematch. This should be a rematch. That's what I was trying to say. If it would have gone split decision and given it to Glover, automatic rematch should have happened because it would have been questionable, you know, for every, everywhere in the MMA community world. They would have been like, What the hell? Why is this a split decision giving it to Glover? I think that would could have been the case if they would if yeah. Glover would have hanged off for those 30 seconds. That I feel would have been the ending, and automatically it would have been talked about, controversial rematch. Automatically, but kudos to Jerry and then uh, him going to his home, you know, his home country, Czech Republic, showing the you know, showing the belt off. Hands down, to congratulations to him. But I can't wait to see, I cannot wait to see Glover back in title position. Awesome, I think, I think the fight, I don't know what the conditions are with COVID because we're still dealing with that internationally. I know that UFC is sort of testing the international waters, they need to go to Strahov Stadium and check. Yawn versus Yuri in December. Not even December. Uh, late fall. September, October. September, October, right? Yeah. October. Add it with the, you know, with the Dillashaw and Sterling. They need to branch out to Eastern Bloc. They obviously aren't going back to Russia anytime soon. They're... <laughs> why not? <laughs> I don't know. I wonder why. I, I, I don't know. You might have to ask Interpol about that one. There might be something. <laughs> um... They've never been to Czech Republic. They've never been really to – I can name every country in Europe that they've been to. And most – I mean, Eastern Bloc countries, they've never been to. Uh, I don't even think they've been to Zagreb, you know, as far as, like, where yeah. the culture is. They're working on something in France. I think France is actually pretty close to being done or is done for uh, Ngannou, I think. Um, but, yeah, I would love to – Prague is a huge, beautiful country with a huge fight community. 
And obviously Poland is not too far away. So market-wise, yeah. champion, you have the right champion. You've got the tickets to sell. Let's uh and I th- I don't think Jan doesn't deserve it. That would be a great fight. So that's That'd my thought. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um so Anthony Smith made a tactical <laughs> error when he didn't steal the belt from John Jones when he got kneed in the face illegally. He he played the honorable guy and uh, said, I'm fine, and continued the fight. Where if Obviously just... not reading from the book of Aljo. Right. Aljo. Um... <laughs> Aljo may or may not have done the right thing. He got the rematch and won it, so, you know, is what it is. Yep. Mm, yeah. So, point, and also... Stealing the belt from a cheater and a scumbag—that's that's not dishonorable. You know, are if you referring you're... to uh, to Jones or to to Jan? Oh, to Jones. Oh, Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel you on that. No disagrees on this end. Um, what did I miss about Jan? That he cheated in the fight by throwing the down to knee. Oh, 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 I, I was thinking uh, light heavyweight, Jan Blakovich. Oh, no, no, my bad. Peter Jan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Peter Jan. Petr, yeah, Petr Jan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Peter Anthony Jan Smith. Blakovich isn't real. He can't hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anthony Smith missed his title shot, made a tactical error, uh, is ranked number five right now. So, how do you, how, how do you get, how do you find relevance? At number five, when there's four guys ranked above you, and the guy that just got his ass beat or just got choked out knocks your fucking teeth out. <laughs> how do you how do you jockey for position? Well, you make a quote like, "Oh, these guys are not being tactical. They're not fighting smart. They're blah 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 blah." blah. Bro, that's the guy that knocked your fucking teeth out. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going you're gonna to talk shit? Uh, hey, okay. Um, so that's, I think that's why Anthony Smith is making that quote. And it's, that's not a tactical error. That's, that's actually his best shot of regaining relevance and getting a rematch with Glover. Getting a rematch yeah. with Glover, right? Yep. Um, so uh, the fight you guys already said, yeah, it was. It's up there. It's it's number two right after uh, Shogun Hendo. Shogun Shogun Hendo one is the best light heavyweight yeah. fight yeah. so Hands far. Out. Yes, and and this is probably this is probably number two. Because um, the Hendo, no one in the Hendo Shogun fight were like they weren't tactical. They weren't fighting smart. They weren't fighting to the best of their ability. Dude, in the third round, Hendo goes fourth round. And and Herbeam was like, no, nah, brother, you got two more to go. Like, that's how wild that fight was. They were yeah. leaving it out there. And the oh, audience is so conditioned to seeing some bitch-ass bullshit. And that's the technical term for it uh, yeah, from the professional the in the industry. Um, where you're going bell to bell. You're trying to win the rounds. You're trying not to lose the fight. That when it's an actual fucking fight, they're like, oh, they're not being tactical. Yeah, because they're fucking fighting. 
<laughs> oh well, it's 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 not a a technical chess match, athletic. It's a fight. You go out there and get. And these guys were both getting rocked. They were both yeah. getting rocked. Yeah. And and you don't. How tactical? How technical? How smart can you be when you're in that kind of pain? When you're That's just true. trying to keep your feet under you. And I think that uh, people are people are speaking out of ignorance. They haven't been in that position. They haven't. First of all, they've never been hit in the body like that. They've never been hit on the chin like that. So when I, you're I've getting both, I've been gassed in four minutes at jujitsu sparring and thought my life was was ending. I can't imagine what it's like to be in that position and also getting punched. Yeah, that's one of my pet peeves. Uh, calling rolling, calling it sparring. That really okay. Rolling, bothers me. rolling. There you Sorry. go. <laughs> it's a common I'm thing now, and I'm, I'm the one that's wrong. I'm the one that's wrong. But it just it old school. It's like it, it's rolling. There's no yeah, hitting. Yeah. It's not sparring. I, I, I feel but, like I knew that. I was just whatever. Yeah. No. Nah, anyway, <laughs> I'm just being an asshole. Um, yeah, you are what you eat. So. No. <laughs> I don't have a rebuttal for that. Um, okay, so <laughs> oh, the other thing, as I was watching, <laughs> as I was watching, are <laughs> we? We still on butt jokes? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just crazy. Uh, directly caught us off guard on that shit. <laughs> so, as I was watching this, I was, I was not the first time I watched it. As uh, the last time, our last uh, podcast, I was low key alluding to my concern that there might be some organized crime involvement in in the fight world because traditionally there's always been organized crime in combat sports always mm. so glover's connection uh to the illegal fighting the all that um that made me really concerned about the uh la casa nostra being right. entangled so I'm watching it, watching for signs of a fixed fight. So I'm not watching the fight as a fight. And then about halfway through the fight, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> this is actually a really good fight this happening. And there's no fuckery going on. Um, and the, yeah, it's actually a really huge relief for me being in the industry and knowing all the behind the scenes shit that's that's going on, it's like, oh, good. So that's something that my fighters and I don't need to worry about where 10, 15 years ago we had to, you know, we had to maneuver carefully. So that was that was very exciting for me, very uh positive to see that this was a real fight, no entanglement with uh questionable people uh and it was a great fight so what happens next uh you know if you look at the rankings right yuri is the the champion jan is 
next uh ray kick ray chicks race chick and uh yeah then ankalaev that that's those are all really strong challengers right yeah. and there's man yuri is a problem yuri's a problem because he's so unorthodox uh and so athletic and his mindset uh he, you know he really really understands uh the the martial arts mindset uh the zen the what we call budo uh he's really he's really tapped in he's he's tuned in he's got some some technical stuff to work on but uh if he did not get submitted by glover no one else is going to be able to touch him so yeah yeah like who's a better sub guy in that division uh, then Glover, nobody, nobody. Yeah, Paul who's, Craig, who's who's even Paul close? Craig pulled out some wild shit, but he's pulled out wild shit against guys who are not Glover. You know, but uh, Paul, yeah, Paul Craig's not going to survive the stand-up. Uh, Anthony Smith is not going to survive the stand-up. Uh, Ankalev, that could be interesting to see. And yeah. Juan or Jan, sorry, Jan Vlahovich, Vlahovich could it could present some problems, right? But yeah, he's old too, right? Yeah. Lovich, he's late thirties, I believe. Yeah. Um. I, does anyone have uh, data on on Jan? I think he's. Uh, yeah, I got it right here. He I is, think he's forty. He's thirty-nine. Warsaw, Poland. Uh, let's see here. He's a close friend of UFC fighter Thomas Drewall, who I remember. Uh, Trains in San Diego sometimes. Had an injury. He moved to Warsaw back with his girlfriend. Trains in Octagon <laughs> Ribnik. Um, at Palo Alto, who is a great sub guy. I'm reading the Wikipedia guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't yeah. know how much. So Jan, dogs. Jan is uh, he's he's on the the wrong side of the hill. So 37 is retirement age. Yeah, 36 is prime for most sports, not MMA. Yeah, so, so, yeah, exactly, right? So, you got, you have 34 to 37 to really do what you're going to do. And then after 37, you're, you're on your decline. Um, now, we've been pushing that back with better recovery, better diet, better, you know, better science. But, uh, and there's some outliers, obviously Glover's one of them. Uh, but so that's, that's my, that's my concern with Jan, uh, is that, man, he's, he's 40. So. Mm, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. There, there you go, director. No, I, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with anything. He just repeated what I said. <laughs> <laughs> But we do have to go over the scores. Um, I have the three submissions that were put into topology by Richard, Alex, and myself. In third place, at 200 points, three oh. out of 11 fights correct. Fuck. Alex. Damn. <laughs> 11? 
Second place, oh. six of 11 oh. with 365 points. Yours truly, a little more than half. My topology overall picks, I've been doing it for like 10 years. I'm at 54% correct picks, which is pretty pretty good. That's enough to go to Vegas with and not, not feel uh, intimidated by the betting odds. And first place at 505 points, eight of 11 correct. And what? new topology champion. Woo! And what is this your first, second, third, fourth time? Richard Marez. Yeah! <laughs> Come yes! Yes! Finally! Yes! Yes! About fucking time! Yes! It's time. When I felt yes! like it, I was going to be a humble champion, but I knew it. Eight of those got the submission. Now I'm saying I did that on purpose. <laughs> yes! Took you two years? That, that accidental pick. Definitely knocked it out the park. My, my thumb had a mind of its own. I want to thank my thumb for picking the wrong pick. I to be the right pick. I know you thank didn't you pick thumb. it last I love Monday. You. <laughs> thank you. You can forgive this on that. Thank you for picking uh, the submission. Congratulations, brother. Well fucking said. Hey, you you. What? finally. No Alex, all right? No Alex. Losing streak. 50 events losing streak. Losing streak. Well, I'm I'm not gonna lose a title every other show. I'm gonna keep this. I'm gonna try <laughs> to do a long streak, and we'll see from there. Yeah, that is not the 205 title no more, right? That's just not getting passed around like uh like Sunny. No. Wrestling <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love that joke. It never gets old. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, those. I mean, congratulations. That was awesome. A great card to watch. Uh, I watched obviously the whole thing. I can't wait to come back for 276. I peaked the card tonight, and that is going to be um, on paper. It's a, good, it's a good fantastic card. card but you never know. You never know with these fights, man. Like, that's what I love about it. it. The most exciting fighters can put on a pretty unentertaining fight after the fact, or like 275 fight of the year, fight, fight card of the year so far as, as well. Ivan, what, yeah. do, what do you got to close this out for? Man, brother, you're absolutely right. Well said, director. We'll be back in two weeks for another episode of MMA, episode 19, for how the director mentioned for 276, because it would be two weeks from today, July 2nd, is when that event will occur. Of course, Adesanya versus uh, Jared Kennedy, Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway, Strickland versus Piera, Murphy Tate, Sean O'Malley, Pedro Munoz. So bad. Woo! It is going to be blunders <laughs> of a card. I tell you that right now because this card. And then not only that, forgot to mention to you guys too. Which I'm pretty sure you guys are aware. Which I think we. I don't know if you guys want to cover it, but we'll talk about it in two weeks. And that is a uh, uh, ABC uh, UFC uh, UFC at ABC. That's on July 16th. That's uh, Brian so Ortega sure. versus Yara Rodriguez. And Shane Bruno oh, and Charles. Nice. 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 Yeah. Is that in America or in Mexico? Uh, that is going to be in America, in nice. New York. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I think we can cover that too as well. New York. Yeah, New York. You're seeing ABC3? <laughs> yes, on ABC3. That is right. Wow. That is, yeah, man. I'm looking. We should cover that one too. I'm looking forward to this. But yeah, that's a good card. Yeah, like you look at that. It's a good card. Yeah, it's not bad. I like Ricky Simone. I like um, Michelle Watterson, obviously, legend. We should crown a new fight night champion. It'll be a second belt. No, he, I'd say no stop, stop. No, no. Get out of Too many fights. I just like to watch them. Fight nights <laughs> I, are I'm actually not... harder 
harder to predict. I'm the Joe Rogan of podcasting. I only talk about the big cards. Very, very (laughs) true. Yeah, that is right. He is. Future is bright, gentlemen. Looking for many title defenses. This is the cringiest promo. Copying a playbook from Alex's cringy promos back in the day. Here's your belt, Richard. Here's your belt. Here's your your belt. Thank you. Let's let's start putting rubies on it every time he defends it. Stop putting rubies. (laughs) Right? Uh, But yes, make sure, ladies and gentlemen, you subscribe and follow our brothers here. Uh, championship on the line podcast make sure you're following them. they provide you not only just pro wrestling but mma and boxing as well which you which you earlier i don't know if you saw it coach but alex was giving you that no no when you talk about boxing is corrupted yeah i saw that it's not cool man <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did Al- that to the fatal uh, comments alex alex water is wet <laughs> and boxing is corrupt. Yeah, but they're doing something right. They're getting paid more than the UC guys, so they're doing something right. They've been around for like a hundred years. Yes. They're doing yes. something right. Yes. And don't some forget them, to as well. Some of them, some of them are getting paid more than the UFC. But most of them are broke. Most broke. of them, which is like 80 yeah. percent of them. Exactly. Oh <laughs> And don't forget to follow Coach Rage, ladies and gentlemen, on all, all his social media platforms. The description is right below. And of course, if you want to be part of the EYR division, hit this man up. He's looking for the baddest, toughest females and the baddest, intense males that has that rage inside of them. Make sure. I already don't qualify as any of those things. You do qualify, oh, but you just don't want hey, to. Uh, so in 10 <laughs> days, guys, 10 days, June 25th, Commerce Casino. Ooh, fighters ooh. rep 14. I got two fighters on the card. I got Michael Sugarbomb, Claycomb, and Raymond Solo Martinez. Nice. Oh, that is right. So make sure nice. you click on the coach's bio. He'll have the, the link information as well for it, and we'll put it down there as well. June 25th at Commerce Casino. Make sure you go and support the coach as well. The two of his fighters will be fighting. Make sure you tune in. And if I mean, if you're not in attendance, tune in as well. So make sure you do because that's going to be very intriguing to see. And I want to see the coach losing his mind, anyways. So I, I do want to see that. <laughs> I do want to see that. And once again, congratulations to Richard Mott is a new Tapology World Champion. That's right. No, Alex, I'm glad. But yes, <laughs> this, and of course, <laughs> three and eleven. Gosh. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back two weeks from tonight. We'll be discussing for two seventy six. And of course, this is your moderator, the host, Devious Gun, and the host with the most that takes it coast to coast with Faith Destroyed, especially because he runs this show like it's like mwah, Chef's Kiss. Because <laughs> that's what he does right there. See, besides <laughs> MMA, he does that too. That's the director himself, Chris Kennedy. And all we hear in the best MMA podcast in Southern California, we don't just podcast, we make history.